0: with Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar same. Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Monday, September 24th, 2018, season 14, episode number 46. Welcome to a new edition of The Break, live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Great show we got lined up for you guys today. We're going to dissect that game from yesterday. Is it
1: going to be great? It is
0: going to be great. It's huh. always and, great when we have time. And to is get it a new here. edition? It is a new edition. Because mm, I think we can cool just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's a, it, it is going to be a good show. We're going to tell you guys what went wrong for the Cowboys yesterday. Maybe Dave uh, will have one or two things that went right.
2: I don't know. We'll see. We
3: could feel we could be done in five five minutes <laughs> if we just wanted to do what went right. Well, hey, we
2: have top ten players from the game going up on the website later. Woo! Are we really going to do that today? I don't know. Can uh, we get are we to really going to do that today? Did ten players? Did y'all do play that week well? one? Yeah, we did. And I thought, you know, if you could do it. Hey, Newt, rock. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <Newt> rock <laughs> It's not my original joke, but it's a Brian well, if nothing else,
0: if nothing else, fans will get some jokes and some laughs today because oh, yeah. they probably you need have it. To. They probably need it right now. Oh. It, it was a rough one for the Cowboys. I mean, they lose this game 24 to 13 and it was more of the same really from the standpoint of the offense. I don't think anybody was surprised by what you saw offensively. Maybe Surprised that the Cowboys didn't do some of the things that they'd done that were successful the week before, but not surprised at the output and the and just what happened with this offense. Um, what did you guys think? Just overall, I want to get – and I like to do this as we start the show day after game. just want to get a big picture. What did you think was the big picture takeaway from this game? Let's start with you, Nick.
2: Big picture – take? well, I mean, the guy you've been talking about for six months that we've been talking about for six months, you finally got to see him up close and personal, and he was – the best player on the field. He was a game changer. And he, you know, he was that's why you wanted to get him. Not only to have him on your team, but to not have to face him because he beat you in more ways than one yesterday. And so you can talk about a lot of other things. Offense, I'll let them go that. But I'm just saying Earl Thomas, you know, that's why you wanted to go get him because he went out and he played great for that game. I can't He's imagine a really reading. good player. Oh man.
3: He's an amazing player. Um right. Dave. I don't disagree with that. Earl Thomas showed exactly why you would want a player like that on your team. He's exactly the type of player that this defense has not had in the entire time that I've covered them, uh, just in terms of making plays. They've not had Me since either, Darren really. Woodson. <laughs>
0: I, mean, I mean, really Darren Woodson is the last good safety they had. What was Darren Woodson that no, though? No disrespect no, to no. him, yeah, but like I'm not saying same kind of player. I'm saying just a really good safety. Like yeah. somebody that was a difference no, maker playing safe. But I mean I had that one since not, Darren Woodson.
3: I mean a guy that you can count on to flip the game for you. Yeah, well, nah. I don't know if they have. Anyway, ever had, have they had one? No. As, like before as, my time. Roy Williams, Re-
2: maybe early. Regardless, Ooh, that, really early. regardless of that,
3: regardless of that, my main takeaway: I I can't look at the Seahawks here. Uh, this my main takeaway is that uh, this team cannot pass the ball downfield to save its life, and it is beyond a problem. Uh, that's I mean, I was sitting there in the fourth quarter yesterday. This team did exactly what it wanted to in the run game honestly Mm -hmm. and that was even with you know i was worried about bobby wagner getting his feet underneath him bobby wagner played a good game he had some stuffs he stopped them on third down early they still ran for 166 yards they ran for nine yards per uh per carry on the road and it didn't matter even a lick that's how bad the passing game was um what dak finished with 168 yards And I would be willing to guess, I haven't done the math on it, but like at least 40 or 50 of that came, you know, once the Seahawks had built a 24 to six lead anemic doesn't do it justice. It's, it is a problem that I don't know how to answer. And judging from their answers last night, I don't think they know either. And it's, I got a bad feeling like it's going to be something we're talking about for most of this season. So that's, I don't know how anything else, but that can be the big takeaway.
0: Amber.
1: I'm just confused. Like, I don't. I really don't know what to think about this team anymore. And I know they have talent. They do have players with a lot of talent. And I just don't understand why it's not really working out. Why can't they convert on third downs? And even usually Dak Prescott in in his press conference, he always has like a good answer to come back with, or like a good political answer, you know. But he answers something. Last night, I felt that. His answer I mean, he didn't even really have an answer to everything that was going on. he I felt it very differently in the way that he was answering his questions. And it's like, I, I don't know what's happening here. I don't know why they can't freaking move the ball down and score points. And that's a big problem right now because you talk about the defense being great. Yeah, some people think defenses <laughs> win games, but I don't. I think defense can help you and bring in a player, let's say like Earl Thomas, and I've changed my whole tune after last night. You know, I've been one of the biggest, just like Nick, wanting to bring him over here. But my tune has changed completely. It doesn't matter why give up a draft pick or whatever trade you want to make for, to get him over here. Why do that when, even if he was here, your, your offense is not scoring points. Your defense is not going to be... You can't rely on your defense to be making plays and scoring points for you. If your offense is not working out, there's no point of making a trade like this and bringing someone great to make your defense even better.
3: Go ahead. I kind of disagree with that. I do too. After watching this, basically. (laughs) I don't.
1: uh, He's a great player, and I really like him, and everyone does and all that, but Uh how often can you rely on... A guy like that to be making all those plays every single game.
0: Yesterday, it was two interceptions. That changed the game. That was the difference in the game, in my opinion. On top of the fact that, by the way, the Cowboys safety, who was out there at the time, Kayvon Frazier was a big part of that 52 yard touchdown yeah. you gave up. That doesn't happen if you've got a guy to caliber of Earl Thomas also, back there playing.
2: Also, but
1: Seattle still scores a point for you.
2: No, they, they do, but but the thing is is they they don't have a great offense either. So my argument there is like if you're playing downhill, you stop them from getting to midfield. You you get a 3 and out early, you get a fair catch, your your ball the ball's at the 40, 45. Now you can go play downhill. For this offense to being as bad as it is, mm-hmm. and I get I get your point, but I'm saying if you're going to compete at all this year and maybe next year and the f- next few years, you've got to have an amazing defense. Mm-hmm. And he can make he can get that's, you to you know Baltimore won a Super Bowl way back two thousand when you were like seven years old. Tampa or whatever. Bay same thing year <laughs> right before that. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm saying th- they didn't have great quarterbacks. They had an unbelievable defense. Yep. Jim McMahon wasn't a great quarterback, but he had a great defense. Yep. And I think that's the only way you can compete. You, you yes. have to Okay, have okay.
1: It. Picture this scenario. Earl Thomas is playing for your defense, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, makes an interception for you. Gets you the ball here. Now the offense, the Cowboys offense has the ball. They move three plays. They're four seconds in, out of the field. Doesn't even get to the red zone. Doesn't score a point. What's the point of doing that? Well,
3: You're absolutely... No, I, I get your point, and let's not sugarcoat it. This offense is laughably bad. It's atrocious, but... This, and basically, that's my point. Is at this point, three games into the season, I'm starting to think that this team will only go as far as its defense can carry. Right. It. Right. Which yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't know if they're still going to try to trade for Earl Thomas. I've said all along. I don't expect it to happen, and I still feel that way. But I feel better about making this defense as good as it could possibly be, potentially winning some turnover battles and giving the offense short fields more often than not, because they sure as hell aren't going to win a ton of games doing it the way they're doing it right now. Yep,
0: right. That's the big thing is when you look at a team like this that, that has struggles on offense, the turnover battle becomes huge. Because it makes a difference in just sometimes those turnovers actually turn into points. Sometimes those turnovers turn into field goals. Whatever the the, the situation is, you need those turnovers and you can't give them up. Yesterday the Cowboys, I think they lost the, the turnover battle three to zero. Is that right? Yes. So it, and you're that, not so gonna, with an offense this bad. You're not going to win games when you have again, a three that, to zero. Yeah. So so let's say for example, Earl Thomas was not on that team. Let's say for example, Earl Thomas was on your team. I don't think there was a safety on that field yesterday for either team outside of Earl Thomas that makes those two interceptions. Yeah. Both those plays were amazing plays that I don't think most of those guys make. So, that being said, like you changed the whole complexion of that game by two interceptions not being interceptions. They, That's a
2: big difference. The Cowboys don't have a wide receiver that can make a play that. Can make catches <laughs> that like make that. that catch? I'm serious. Both those catches were they unbelievable were play. Yeah. Hand-eye coordination was off the chart.
1: I'm just saying, I've seen... Our defense give turnovers and the Cowboys get the ball and they still don't do anything with it. I'm just saying, no, and, and, that, I and be, that's the problem. Ha- that will again, happen when
0: you have a bad offense. But the problem is, like Dave said, the only chance you got right now, unless basically two things, one of two and things, I agree. Has happened. I agree. Either the offense is going to have to get appreciably better in season, which I don't know if that happens. How yeah. does that happen? Yeah. Or no, no. they're gonna have to the defense is just gonna have to play out of their minds. I think you have a better shot of the defense playing out of their minds right. than the offense getting appreciably better this season. And Absolutely.
1: At like cost though?
0: Uh second round pick. Yeah, but okay. maybe
2: I mean, yeah. maybe the price no, didn't no, go you're up. Right. <laughs> maybe it went up. Who knows? It, it's
1: don't. like if if they, if doing that doesn't even get you to the playoff, was it worth it? Yeah,
2: yeah, it, because yeah. you're gonna get them for the next few years. You have to. Re, you only make this trade if you know you can resign them.
0: If you're getting a long-term deal, zone. only again.
2: Yeah. We're, if someone just turned it on like 30 seconds ago, <laughs> they're like, we're still just talking like we've always talked. I don't think it's anything closer. And if you're yeah, him, I'm less
0: today. I feel less likely it's gonna happen than I did even Friday. Yeah, I really do. No, and that's we're we're kind of getting lost in the weeds here. Yeah.
3: It's a fun thing to talk to about. And you're you yeah. you make that's a great report. point, Amber, because as we sit here in week 3 right now, it's hard to imagine this team making the playoffs. Obviously, there's a lot of time left, but doing that deal for a team that might not make the playoffs could be risky, although I would argue you get 3 more years of that. He does not look like a guy that's planning on slowing down. No. And mm. I still think that is your bet. Your best chance for this team to be successful is to have a top five, 10 defense and eke out what you can on offense. Because even if this offense gets appreciably better, it's clearly not jumping to the top of the league. I mean, again, I mean that, and that's, that is, that is what is so disheartening to me as we sit here is that the Cowboys run game, you know, I mean, Zeke had a fumble, Zeke, Zeke, maybe played his worst game as a pro yesterday, he, that, honestly. I was um, going to say that and, earlier. And that's with
2: 127. Yeah, I was going to no. say that this yeah. is why you lost, is that your best player on the field was your worst. He was the best player on the field. He, he he had the best game of anybody on the team, and he actually had one of the worst games. It's hard to win like that. It
3: is, but, well, you're right. He did, I mean, he left a touchdown on the field. That would have made it, what, 7-7? Seven to seven? Mm-hmm. Changed the whole complexion of the first half. I have my doubts that it changes the outcome just – because it was so anemic the rest of the time. But you never know. And then obviously the fumble in the open field when it was still possible to make it a game. Having said that, they did exactly what they want to do on the ground. They, I mean, I would have liked to see some more design runs by Dak, but I'll even allow that when you have a linebacker like Bobby Wagner, the Seahawks can kind of dictate that. But to see them put up 170 rushing yards in a road game and still look that bad, like, I don't know what to say because typically in a Cowboys loss, you're like, well, yeah, they took away the run. What do you want them to do? Like, that's kind of what we've always said. They didn't yesterday, and it didn't matter.
0: But I think what we saw yesterday is this team, constructed as it is, has to be perfect to win. Because yeah. if you take away the, the touchdown, if you if you look at that touchdown, Ezekiel stepped out of bounds. If he doesn't step out of bounds, you get that score. If Randy Gregory, oh Gregory doesn't have the <laughs> dumb play where he hits the guy and, and basically gives up three points, right, you take those two things. That's 10 points right there. The Cowboys have to be perfect. They cannot have room for Seven the, the stupid mistakes, yeah. right? They, can't, they don't have room for that if they're going to win, and that's a hard thing to do to say you're going to go through a 16-week season and you're not going to have mistakes. Like, you're going to play perfect every week. That's where they are right now because they just offensively can't get anything going.
3: It's I mean, I know, people don't want to hear me talk about my college football team, but it reminds me of watching LSU like there's there's talent there. They can do things. But the minute it gets off of their schedule or what they want it to be, it falls apart. Uh, you know, I think I speak for anybody listening to this when. I say I don't want to hear about being behind the chains this week. I know we're going to. Oh, I, they
0: already talked about it last. Night. I know. I know we're they going was talked to talk about in the locker room um, last and, night.
3: And and I get it. Like second and third and long is not where you want to be in football. But good offenses overcome it all the time. Yeah. It's part of the game. Uh, and if you if third and eight is a death sentence to your hopes of moving the ball downfield, you suck. Sorry, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, there's nothing else to say.
1: Whoa. That's usually my quote. Is that? <laughs> I'm just saying, but but,
2: and here we are. I mean, welcome yeah. to the break. I mean, no. the offense is. I just, you know, you, when you see 32 carries for Carson, for 102 yeah. yards, and you see 16 carries for Zeke for 127, I mean, but I'm going through the play-by-plays, and I'm not really finding a lot of plays. I'm not. I'm not trying to to say, well, no, the Cowboys, you know, I'm going to defend them, but I'm. If you just go through the play-by-play. You can't really find a ton of plays where you're like should have run there, should have run there. I mean, there's there's a couple For the Cowboys? Yeah. Well, I think
0: the, the really I think the thing about it is as far as the way I look at it and and, and this is going to go into a whole different conversation, but I just think that the Cowboys offense wasn't diverse enough. We saw the week before, and then it starts and stops with this. We saw the week before how successful they were, yeah. and how much it helped the offense move when they used his own read. It it just made a difference. Yeah. And to say that they didn't use it until I think it was like the late third or early fourth late quarter, f-
1: fourth before
0: fourth they did it one time. I mean, it was it was a clearly a a successful part of their offense in week two. It just made no sense that they would not go back to
2: it. What else was big in week two? About like. Throwing the ball throwing down, down the field. field.
0: Yeah. I mean, and honestly, it,
2: you can even make, Don't you do can it even make arguments. Make it <laughs> you can
0: even make arguments as far as throwing it down the field that there was so much pressure that they didn't have time to do it. I, I'll even allow for that. Whatever. But the point is, to me, the zone read, there's nothing about pressure that says, as a matter of fact, that would have slowed down the pressure that was coming at you if you would have hit them with a few, a few zone reads. I just think that. It's just it's baffling to me that offensively it doesn't seem like they're taking the things that are actually successful and continuing to do them. It's almost like they outthink
2: themselves. Yeah, just like they're going to they're going to see that deep ball coming. So let's don't do that. All
0: right. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, I do want to talk about this offensive line, because I think a lot of the problems that they're having offensively is coming from the offensive line. And this is supposed to be. What we all thought was the best part of this team. We'll talk about that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio.
1: It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built bettermoneyhabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even
3: a dimly lit cob salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing,
0: that's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. Dual aperture supports f 15 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. It's flavor is more one-of-a-kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. So stop settling for soda and start demanding
1: Dr. Pepper.
0: I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas size deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to the break. Welcome back. It is the second segment of the show. We're talking about the Cowboys. <laughs> Hey, that We're, talk- <laughs> We're talking about the That's, Cowboys' uh, loss, 24-13 at Seattle. This is what's what's
3: what am I looking for? This is a representation of the team. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Dave, hey. sorry. It's
1: pretty sad and embarrassing. Get your stuff
3: together over there, I'm, I'm, please. It, it broke, man. I guess I'll just. How did you break it? I was trying You're to. T- always messing. He with is that. always messing. I, with. I mean, I've
2: never <laughs> even touched this. So, Wait, why do you always do that? What
0: do you want from me? I,
3: not to
2: do that. Oh, you,
0: <laughs> you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of the guy that's in concert that's always like at his mic and always fixing his mic as he's about to sing. Like Dave is always whatever. Just you like, bring your own headphones down here. That's and no, no, what does it have stop. to do with me what, messing with the, not, the microphone? This is not my fault.
2: All right. Well, it's you just stand there like I'm just, that just the gonna the have business. to hold <laughs> you, the mic you up You mess right. with it all the time, and now you <laughs> broke. To cut a compilation of how many times it's been. Yeah. I like my mic. Please do that. What do you What do you think the reason that this thing's broke? I'll have to investigate after that. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't do definitively this. say. Yeah. <laughs> who, who sits there for uh, <laughs> Rob?
0: Rob, it's fine. Just Yeah, wow. just leave me alone. Let's just talk about this game. <laughs> All right, so let's get back into it. Cowboys <laughs> lose 24 13 at Seattle. Um, and I wanted to talk about the offensive line. Um, do you think this offensive line is not good enough for them to have the type of offensive strategy that they have, which is a run first? Type strategy. Do you think that you need to have an offensive line that's playing better in order for this thing to have a chance? I, did With the I
1: quarterback just, that you have, yes.
0: Did I you just hear you better. right? Like, they ran for 170 no, yards. No, no, no. But, but my point is, they couldn't protect the quarterback. No. And if you can't protect the quarterback in this kind of offense, then you're even, I think you're even more at risk. That's because true. even though you'll run, if you ever get behind, you have no shot.
3: I am leery about going down this road because I have not rewatched it. I don't know, but I'm bringing it up because Dak himself brought it up last night. He said, I'm hesitant to criticize the offensive line even when I don't have time because when I go back and look, some of that stuff is self-pressure. Uh, some of that stuff is on me. and mm-hmm.
0: Self-pressure. Tell me what that means.
3: Self-pressure as in... The offensive line does enough to give him time, and he bails out and runs into pressure. I can think of one right off the top of my head, which we can talk about but, Tyron Smith. He got his butt kicked by Frank Clark yesterday, but Frank Clark ripped around the outside, and Dak felt it and started moving up, moved up out of his protection, and Clark just dipped back around and sacked him. Like yep, He, that, he but, had time if he played that differently. But a lot
2: of those, those sacks are called coverage sacks. So he can say he can call it self pressure all you want to, but it's also those receivers aren't getting open. It, are you sure about that? though? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're not. I mean, who who's open? Who's sitting there going, "I'm I'm wide open." I mean, how many times I, in the I have to go, to go back? Yeah, I have just, to
0: go back and watch it. I just know that in the last two weeks, I've seen receivers open on several occasions, and the quarterback didn't get him the ball. I haven't seen yeah, the full, This is all 22 for dang. this game yet to be able to say and, that the and receivers are open. you're going to
2: find that. You're going to find yeah. some receivers that are open um at, at times. You're find that all, all over the place. But you know that, that this offense isn't scheming these guys to run free and all that. I mean, you saw a difference between what Seattle does and how they get their guys, and they get guys you've never even heard of wide open, and the Cowboys are struggling to get anybody open. I mean, it's – it's ridiculous.
3: Full disclose Again, Like I I feel a little bit uncomfortable because, what, we got. I got in bed at 2 last night. I got up. I had to go to the doctor. I had to get my dog from the vet. I haven't rewatched this game. Yeah. But I bet when I do, I will see a combination of all of the above. I think Dak, for whatever reason, especially two weeks on the road now in these hostile environments against good defenses— he, I think he's a little gun-shy. I think okay. he's hesitant. I think the receivers probably don't do a great job of getting open. I think he misdiagnoses his pressure sometimes. And then when the defense builds up a lead and can tee off, and then I think the offensive line gets beat as well. I think it all ties together to be a disaster. I don't think you can scapegoat any one person, but um, the receivers, the quarterback, and the offensive line, between the three of them, I think they're all playing pretty
0: poorly right now. So what do you think it says about this offense that Zeke ran so well? Which is what they want to do. They did yeah. what they want to do that we wanted to do on the ground yesterday, and they still couldn't get the offense I, to consistently run.
2: It, I mean, I think it goes to what one of the first things that Dave said on the show was that just how bad the passing game is because it's kind of like a bend but don't break. I mean, we're going to keep, keep, keep bending here, and we're going to give up some some runs to a really good running back, but when it gets down to it, we're going to eventually kind of shut him down, and we're going to force. You know, the receivers to make plays and Dak to get them the ball. And over over a long period of time in this drive, you're not going to be able to do it. And, and that's kind of what happens. They just don't have guys that just win one-on-one. That pass that Russell Wilson threw to Brandon Marshall on the sideline, I mean, Cheeto can't cover the guy better than that. It was the most unbelievable throw. Dak has never made that throw. He doesn't make that throw. And you need that every once in a while. You need that. And he just, I don't know when the last time we've said that was an amazing throw by Dak.
0: I think that's part of the issue, though, here, too, though. Uh, The way the Cowboys have gone about this strategy of of going with the kind of the receivers that are all here versus having an amazing receiver, you're going to have to have a quarterback that can make that throw if that's going to be successful. Because they're, they're uh, more often than not, those guys are not necessarily going to be in situations where they're just running free. They're going to be in situations where they got somebody close to them. But if you put the ball on a spot, they can probably make a play. And Dak hasn't shown consistently he can put the ball on a spot.
3: It goes back. I mean, there is a mounting amount of evidence that says when everything is great, Dak Prescott can be a pretty damn good quarterback. If anything is off, he's not. And, and like I said, I mean, that's not three games. That's about 10 games. You're right. I w- uh, and again, you know, you don't see you don't see those anticipation throws. You don't see a throw that's like, well, what else can the cornerback do? Like, right. you never see that. Um, it, everything has to be great. The receiver has to be blatantly open or, the, you know, something like that. Um, what he averaged four point nine yards per attempt. And with the rules the way they are in the NFL, like the NFL is begging, <laughs> the NFL is begging teams to have dynamic passing offenses. That's what they want.
0: Through the first two weeks of the season, they had more more scoring in the NFL they want. than they've ever had
3: before. It is it's the basis of this league right now. Right, and if, all the rules are set up that way. If you can't do better than, I mean, like six six point nine. Is could be better, you know. Like you're aiming for eight to eleven. Like yeah. eleven is like Pat Mahomes territory. But either I mean, four point yeah, nine. Second year, I'm, yeah, I know.
2: First round pick. I mean, he, yeah. it, but he was supposed to be good, and he, that's, he is. I mean, he is. He but is. He definitely but it's, is. I, guess, I told hey, Dave on no, the plane. Sorry. He's got. He threw for four touchdowns in the first half of the game, and the Cowboys have four touchdowns this whole season. Yep. It. I mean.
3: I'm I'm not making excuses for the guy. I love Dak. I still do. I and do too. I, I still I, I despite all the evidence to the contrary, I still think he can be a good quarterback. Again, he can be a good quarterback when everything's rolling the right way for him. I don't know. I mean, Russell Wilson, the Seahawks ran for 2.9 yards per carry. Like Russell Wilson engineered most of that himself obviously the Seahawks had a game plan to lean on the run but Russell Wilson was making plays out of thin air and has done that for a long time I don't know if
2: Dak is that guy I'm sorry but I mean I again I, I like Dak too but I don't think when you say when you say he's a quarterback when things are going well he can be really good but if they're not going well then it's really bad like that's not a good quarterback then. If that's really the case, then that is not a good NFL quarterback because as a quarterback, your job is to make it right. Your job when it's third and 11 because this guy missed a block or this guy had a penalty and now you're behind the chains, it's your job to bring it back. It's not really the other way around. I don't Honestly, think I think
0: we've seen uh, two decks. I, mean, I-, I think earlier like one- in his career, I think there were some games where – Things weren't necessarily going well and he played well despite that. Right. So I, I think it's we've seen, and really you can see the dividing line. After that Atlanta game, it's been a whole right. different player. It really has.
2: So and what happened? But there's two RG3s. I don't yeah, true. But there's one true. that's, that's exactly where right. a ball cap and one hat was rookie of the year. I mean uh, you if you watch Houston,
0: same things happened with Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Last yeah. year he was lighting the league on fire. And this year he has been anything but hey
2: defensive coordinator X. Your job this whole summer is to figure out these 13 that quarterbacks yeah. that you have to face and especially these 5 or 6 that you've never faced. Figure them out. It happened Call which, other guys and
3: It happened again yesterday. I I don't know if anybody else noticed, but Barkevius Mingo shouts out LSU sacked the hell out of Dak on one of those, you know, action waggles where The sleight of hand and the action in the back didn't fool anybody. And that's the third week in a row. That's like, I know. Take that stuff out of the playbook because
2: they know know what it is. They know what's coming. A lot of fans that are upset about the fact that you can grab the quarterback like that and throw him down like that, but you can't do a textbook tackle and bring a guy to the ground. I tell you what's going to happen. Nope, there's no what's, body weight involved. What's gonna, Nick, what's that gonna, makes a difference. What's going to happen <laughs> when when you know a guy just hits a quarterback like that and he just doesn't throw it and he kind of bounces off and then he rolls over here? I mean, I, I really I don't know anything different that Tyrone Crawford could have done on that play. I
0: really don't. But know. you know, and I'll I'll show you the juxtaposition of that. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the ending of the uh, of the Saints game. Drew Brees was running around the corner trying to get in the end zone. The guys that there were two defenders there. They both hit him. They didn't wrap him up. They hit him and he spun around and he went into the end zone. Yep. And it's one of those things where now guys can't even wrap up because if you wrap up and you drive, there's a good chance you're going to drive him back down and you're going to fall on top of him. Is that's that what the happens. rule though?
2: Is can you do that like on the other side of the of the line I mean, of scrimmage? I'm sure you can do that. I'm sure he like, becomes a runner. Maybe you're maybe sure once you, you become
0: a runner. Him. All I'm saying yeah. though is, right. they is they defender, defenders are eyeing. now having to second guess how they tackle. Because you can't even make what has been a textbook tackle. Literally, it, this is text. This is what they used to show as this is what you do when you tackle someone. You hit them not with your head. You hit them with your shoulder. You drive. Backwards, you drive and you drive through the person into the ground. Like that's what you do. That's a textbook tackle.
3: I firmly believe that NFL officials are calling these hits just based on optics, like whether it looks nasty or not, or whether it looks violent. Um, it's tough. No, it. I. Mean, I, yeah, I wrote a story about it. I, th- I was I was impressed and refreshed by Tyrone Crawford's honesty yesterday. Uh, he is. He is not a guy that wants to give a great soundbite. Like, he's he's a cautious interview, understandably so, in this day and age. But he did not hold back talking he about say? that flag. He, I mean, what didn't he say? He said, I don't know any other way to hit. Leon Lett told me that he would have been flagged about 200 times in his career if that was a flag in his day. I'm not going to change the way I hit. I can't afford to let these officials get in my head. You know, quarterbacks are slippery. Again, to your point, he's like, if you don't hit that way, they're yeah. going to get away from you. Exactly. Um, Especially Russell Wilson. He's, he's <laughs> like, I'm sure the fine's coming my way. And I mean, basically was like, I, I don't care. Like, that's how I have to play football to be successful at my job. And I think he, you know, he's like, I would prefer that money to go to my family, but if they want to flag me on some petty stuff, it is what it is. I changed
2: the first right. half of the game. It was an absolute huge play.
3: Which, that was, it was, I'm glad you said that because I don't really disagree, and that's I hate the flag. I think it's – I mean, I don't really agree is what I mean. I hate the flag. I think it's stupid. I think it's ruining the game.
2: Can't sit here and act like that's why the Cowboys no, lost. It's not why they lost, but I'm just saying this team uh, – momentum is a big deal. Field position is a big deal. Yeah. They av- Their average starting field position was their own 20-yard line. You get off the field, and Dixon sure. is punting in his own end zone. Now, he could maybe boom at 60 yards, but you're going to be – at, like, the 40 or 50. Right. That's, that's the type of play that you need to play downhill, get a field goal, get a lead, get a touchdown. That changes things. Do they win? I don't know, but I'm just saying that's, that's a big deal. The, all those things add up, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The
3: beautiful thing about football is, like, you know, you play 70 snaps. It doesn't feel like they all matter in the moment. They do. They yes. all really do. Uh, you know, I'm, that's something I learned when I started covering this team is, like, when you're watching as a fan, it's a three-hour game, you, it feels like forever, but it's eight possessions. Like it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, having said, that, I still I can't bring myself to completely agree. I, I yeah. hear everything you said. Seattle didn't score any points. It was the first quarter. You know, you had a whole you had a whole two three and a half quarters to make a positive impact. After that, it sucked. It
2: changed the flow of the game. But I'm not. Well, I can't use that as an excuse for why they lost. Just remember this though: Seattle has been playing behind in the first two games, especially yeah. the second game. And, you know, and th- that's not what their strength is. They can't run Carson 32 times when they're behind. And if this defensive line could have maybe got sure. a lead, teed off on him a little bit, and actually exploit one of their weaknesses, it could have been different if you take the lead. that Again, that doesn't change things. But there's a big play in the game. And how much did it affect the other guys later in the game of like, well, can't do this, can't hold them, can't hit them here?
3: Goes back to the point, which I mean, and I don't think it's a coincidence that the Cowboys took an early lead against the Giants last week either. Is again, if I think we said it after week one, if the Cowboys are dictating the game, they can be pretty
2: good. If the game is being dictated to them, they look lost. Yep. Nope. All right. One other thing I wanted to ask I, before we get yesterday. going, I'm going to ask this question too, because we talked about the offensive line. Knowing what you saw from that game, does that change anything? now you go take you back to second round of the draft. Mm-hmm. Does that change anything that you do now? Mm-hmm. Can I throw out something as a yeah. part of
0: that? Uh, at about the same time as Connor Williams was giving up a sack yesterday, <laughs> Derwin James was catching an interception in the end zone in the game that he was playing. Now, again, they, they, Derwin James was not there when it was time for them to select uh, in the second round. But I do think that not even in the first, right, just right, FYI. right, they yeah. had they would have had to move up two spots, mm-hmm. yeah. two spots, three. But I guess right. the point that I'm making is I think there was there was certainly opportunity for the Cowboys to go and get a safety in the draft if they felt like they wanted to get a safety, and I think that when you look at everything that happened yesterday from the standpoint of the Cowboys' safeties, from the standpoint of the safety they were playing, from the standpoint of the guy that they ended up drafting, from the standpoint of the guy that they could have drafted. I think there was a lot of stuff that suggested that maybe, just maybe, they should have gone up and gotten Derwin James.
3: I hate that you're making me do this because it's well-documented how much I liked and wanted Derwin James and how stupid I thought it was that the Cowboys didn't address the safety position. But as we sit here on Monday morning... Drafting Layton Esch looks pretty smart because it doesn't sound like Sean, Sean Lee is going to be playing for the foreseeable mm-hmm. future.
0: But j- could Joe Thomas do that? Maybe. But you didn't know that at the time. I understand that. I'm just saying it what, I'll, I'll ask you like this. Take Sean out of the mix. Is your bigger problem at safety or at linebacker?
3: I the linebacker core has looked good. You didn't
1: know about Jalen Smith just. Understood. Understood. So, I get it. No, I get it's it's, it. and that's what it was. This it was is an the insurance policy. This is you the epitome.
3: This is the epitome of hindsight twenty twenty. And it. so I'll say I I hate this be, again, I wanted Derwin James. I think they probably made the right call because you did not know any of that stuff at the time you had to make that pick. And we have seen right? we have seen a small sample size. They broke down yesterday, but through three games, safety has not been as drastic of an issue as we thought it might but be. But at
0: that time, did you think which did you think was a bigger problem, linebacker or safety?
3: Heading to the, the draft.
0: Uh, linebacker, linebacker. Honestly. And I, but I thought on the show, I thought when you talked about safety, you said they have to address the safety position. Maybe it's not in the draft. They got to do it. And they didn't no, yeah. from the standpoint of going out and even getting one of those other free agent right. safeties that was out hey, there, right?
3: But but they did nothing, which right. I, I'm firmly anti that. Yeah. They did not, I mean,
2: they could have signed any number of free agents. They could have drafted somebody. There were a lot
0: of them Durbin, that were available James, up through the training camp,
2: right? Derwin James, if you're gonna if you're gonna say that they they could have gotten him, you just remember that you don't have Leighton Van Der Esch and Connor Williams. Because you're not going to – you have to give up a second-round pick probably to, to, to move up, up or, three spots. Or, or well or at least a third. You probably, I probably going to say
0: maybe not a second. If you
3: had Derwin James, you wouldn't have Leighton Van Der Esch and Michael Gallup, which right. through three games I'm sure a lot of people are sitting here like, big whoop, like Leighton Van Der Esch has ten tackles and Michael Gallup looks terrible, which, okay, we're three games in. Leighton Van Der Esch, they made that pick because they can't trust Sean Lee to play 16 games, and Sean Lee is 32. He's way closer to the end of his career than the beginning. It looks like a pretty smart pick right yeah. now. The news coming out right now, I mean, it seems very unlikely Sean is going to play against Detroit. No way. I would guess he's probably going to be out multiple You say weeks. the
0: news. What's what's the news report at the uh, we'll Just so tell everybody. Sean,
3: Sean said last night that, you know, we'll see. He didn't sound very optimistic. He did opt. not sound optimistic. Did not at sound all. optimistic. Uh, Rappaport came out this morning. Sources say he'll likely be sidelined for multiple weeks. And Jason Garrell talked this afternoon, but. It doesn't sound like, a, you know, last week it was, I'll be ready for Seattle. Last week it was a cramp. Yeah, and <laughs> now it's a full-blown hamstring. So, yeah. I have a hard time killing him for drafting Leighton Vander Ash right now. And well, especially, I thought he played pretty well yesterday. Answer so. the question. Do I wish I had Derwin James? No. Of course no. I wish I no, had no, no. Derwin James, but not at that this cost. This is different Go now, back this to this the second way round. Th- no, and
0: honestly, no. honestly I'm, not, I'm not making the claim one way or the other. Here's that play I was telling you about. I'm not making the, the claim one way or the other. The point is that I think it does... Beg the question, did the Cowboys not do enough at the safety position? Regardless of whether that was Derwin James, regardless well, of no. whether Their they could do something right with Earl Thomas. right now goes
1: way beyond the safety position.
0: Ooh. And it's like, I've
1: been talking about safety positions since I can remember. Dave and I have been going at it, but this is past the safety position. This is all about the offense. And I don't care what you guys say about making this defense great. And yes, they can really help the Cowboys. I do believe that. Yes, right now, you're relying on your defense. But at this point, looking at what you have, the safety position is the least of my worries at this moment.
0: I don't. I don't put it in that category because I think yesterday and what we've seen in the first two weeks of the season, this defense was actually pretty good to hold those teams to to much to like you know sixteen points. The you first gotta. Week.
3: You can't. You gotta separate though. like you, just because the offense is bad doesn't mean you just can't even focus on the defense. Right. I mean those are the these are two different conversations. No. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But I'm just saying if you're wanting to get somewhere and again separate the two, you need the other to help you yes. win games.
3: As as of right now, the defense is pulling a ton of weight and the offense is doing very little to and help And I'm just them. saying, again, no if, if,
1: if the Cowboys offense keeps going in and out of the field, l- being there for like a minute, it's like if you, you're putting more work on your defense. You're wearing them off. And it's like, how long are you going to be able to keep this going? How long can you re- keep relying on your defense? At some point, you have to help them and give them something. And even if you, like I said, even if they get a takeaway and get an interception, give the Cowboys the ball back, what does that matter? Why does it, how? Uh, How does that matter if you're not able to score? I think
2: you're being, I mean, I I think you're saying that this team, this offense is like absolutely like ineffective when they, I mean, if they got the ball at midfield, they're going to score points. Are they? Yeah, they're going
3: to score. They got the ball on the Giants' half last week and kicked a field goal with it.
2: Is that not a point? It's points. It's not. Okay,
1: (laughs) you were going to win games by scoring field goals. Cool.
2: Yeah, I mean Tennessee did because their their defense was outstanding. Good point. Every time. Not every time, but but they're they're going to score touchdowns. They have. They have. A dynamic running back, they can they can score. They just keep giving them the ball mid- midfield and see what happens. I mean, it's yeah. not going to happen. All having the time. a
1: dynamic running back didn't help this. W-
2: but game. no, but no, Amber. You're I think I think the point. I think the point. point of
0: it is if you're going to have a dynamic running game, if you're going to be <laughs> successful, and you don't have if you've got a very very mediocre quarterback play, right? If you got mediocre quarterback play, but you got a good running game. The only way, the only way way you're going to be successful, in my opinion, is if you have a great defense. And that's my point. The chances of this team being successful are better right now with them having a great defense, and that's about the safety position. I think that is the weakest link. Of this defense right now, what you could solve, you could have solved that problem. I think. I think yeah. you could have had a better safety position, and this defense would have had a chance to be great enough to where you do give yourself a chance, even with an offense that's just ineffective. What a would? Lot of the time. What would that? I Dax- have
1: very mixed feelings. I, I and again,
0: you're just you're.
3: I'm, I. I'm
1: just. I'm just really upset. No, I, that's.
3: I I'm love just, it when you bring. Like you're pissed off. Listen, and that's the okay. there are a lot of people listening right now shows, that feel exactly. We have same like
2: way. a combined like. Yeah. Twelve hours of sleep. We all agree. Here, <laughs> we so. all
1: agree Twelve. about the safety yeah, position.
3: Yeah. No, you're probably right. Yeah. I don't know.
1: We all agree about the safety position, and I'm not arguing that. Well, I am at right now, just because I'm so upset. Uh, it's like again, you look at the Cowboys' offense and you see the talent that you have. I truly believe that they are capable of moving the ball, scoring points, and getting this team going. But when you see, seek putting up those runs and looking at the numbers that they got and they're still coming out the game with the loss like that, it's it's upsetting. And I, that's just where I'm getting at. It's like when you see this offense not really producing what you expect them to, or at least getting going, especially after what you saw worked last weekend. And remember when I said, okay, maybe they'll go back, look at the film and clearly see what worked and what didn't. I mean, that was a clear visual of the things that you you can do and make it work right, and what you you know yeah. how to mess up the game. Cool. Anyways, just when you see those those calls and those things happening on the field, it's just upsetting.
3: You like that um that Drake song that's out right now?
1: I don't listen to Drake.
3: I'm upset. Uh, wow, well, you just <laughs> ruined the joke. Who are you? It's no fun. Who are you? It's fine. I know. <laughs> All right. We're going to take Drake. our I final break. Like
0: <laughs> when we come back, uh, we'd like to get some phone calls. We want to hear from you guys. I the number is 888 855 2297. Again, it's 888 855 2297. Let's hear from you guys. We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime yeah. locker room favorite of the players yeah. and the don't official the men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based yeah, Jack Black is the number one. Don't best-selling wear the Cowboys stuff the country because <laughs> you go products, products that help guys look smell and feel better visit getjackblack.com slash cowboys to get ten dollars off your first order of fifty dollars or more jack black look good smell good feel good official men's skincare brand of the dallas cowboys
2: Tommy John. <laughs> I you were going to start it off, but it's no, okay. Derek's inconsistent with <laughs> no, that. I like, I sometimes he
0: sometimes, does. Sometimes. okay. That's radio. You want to mix it up. You don't do Ooh, like you offense, you want to do the same thing. How about this? tell us what you want to do?
2: Sometimes they score. Sometimes they don't. Anyway. It's like it's this offense. Tommy really? John. is Really? The, it's like this offense? Yeah. Pretty inconsistent. But Tommy John is not consistent because every time you go to TommyJohn.com, you're going to be able to get 20% off your first order. You can also get Tommy John underwear. feels great. Also It says Cowboys down the side. You can get that. Uh, I don't know if you should wear it on game day. Doesn't necessarily it. work, but do it on a different day. You know, maybe uh, leading up to the game. Um, maybe Saturdays. Maybe Saturday. Saturday's yeah. a good day. But yeah. anyways, get time Com forward slash Cowboys. Twenty percent off the order. It's the best underwear you'll ever have, and it's got a no wedgie guarantee. If yep. It rides up. They say, oh, give them back." What happens with that? This one was wedgies. What do they take it back?
3: Yeah, like, just send it thanks. in. They just, that was just, a wedgie, just send it in. This is a wedgie in. one. And they just got a pile. No, you don't have to smell them. Come on, man. I'm just saying. I mean, it's
1: what happened? pink eye. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, <yes. laughs> I'm so sad that my microphone won't stay where it's You're supposed to You're still over there wrestling with yeah, the Yeah, it didn't magically hey, fix itself, hey, just wait. like the Cowboys it's offense. Like,
2: exactly. It's like week two. The Cowboys are going into Seattle. Everything's going to be great. What <laughs> happens? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Let's get some phone calls. Um, Ooh, I want to kind of hear from a fan on this. Joe and Marilyn. Joe, what up?
2: Joe. How's it going, guys? Great. Uh, How are you? I just wanted to say that I was one of the uh, many fans trying to kick Tony Romo out of the door. And Zach uh, Prescott, although he has not been playing well, I don't think he should take most of the blame. I mean, he can't play offensive line. Or can he account for not having a Jason Witten or Dez Bryant on the outside that defensive coordinators sure about have that? to account for? Because right they now have you have year. one player that scares any kind of defensive coordinator, which is Ezekiel Elliott. So until this team can get someone else on offense that poses any kind of threat to uh, any p- opposing teams, we're going to run into the same problem week after week. And uh, that's all I have to say to you guys. And um, I don't think there's anything we could – Possibly do mid-season to bring someone in, um, besides Des Bryant. But um, I just like to hear your thoughts on that. And uh, Amber, it goes down in the DM.
0: Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? <laughs> <laughs> was <laughs> he, he shooting a shot at you? Just he there? was trying. Uh... Um, let me ask you this question. So you said the only thing they can do is bring in Des Bryant. Was the same thing happening last year when Des Bryant was here? I think he's gone already, man. I want don't, to, don't do that. Like, no, it, I really it, want to ask the question because I think I, I've heard this from fans before. Just share your opinion. My, you don't no, have no, to no, like— No, 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 no because I, I want to hear from fans when they say, and I've heard them say it on Twitter multiple times, Des is the answer to this problem. But I don't see that because Des was a part of this problem last year. I don't think having Dez here solves your problem. And I want to hear from someone who believes that, why they think that all of a sudden Dez was going to be better when last year Dez was here and it wasn't the answer to the problem.
2: Uh— I mean, I, I don't. Know. I don't like the fact that he said that. You know, Whitten. He does not have Whitten and Des. I mean, Dak is one of the reasons for that. I mean, the, the Cowboys made the, the decision that they didn't think this could work together, so they went with Dak and that. That they cut Des Witten. That's another lemonade question right there. But I, I guarantee <laughs> You think. Jason Witten walks away to Monday Night Football if he's got a quarterback that can that can throw him the ball. I don't. Honestly, he's not done. if, if I, he did I don't in my opinion, he didn't have confidence in in this offense, the calling, the quarterback and he's like, "You know what? I'm going to Monday Night."
0: I agree with that. So, I, I think that Jason so, Witten said all he had to say about what he thought of his team
2: is a uh, part of this is, you know, Because they said, we're going to go here with Dak and we're going to make this friendly offense and we're going to do this. But it's not not friendly because, as you asked, Amber, as you asked Dak in the very first press conference of the season, I mean, uh, after Carolina, you said, do you have too many receivers running around? And he was like, no, no, of course not. But they do. They do. They have too many guys trying to figure this out. And nobody gets in a flow. Nobody can do anything special. I mean, you start off a game with three tight ends. Are you serious? And and one of them barely even knows the position. I mean that just <laughs> that just tells you right there that like. And the other guy, I mean, you know, you. I'll go back to him. I'll go back to to Jarwin. How big is Randy Gregory's penalty? Ah, three points, no big deal. Imagine if let's just say it plays out this way, and imagine you're down eight, driving with five minutes yep. to go. Do you have to force the ball to to Blake Jarwin, who's made zero plays in the NFL? Do you have to force it in there to him? You don't. You can you play it a little differently. It's just. It comes down to it; they just don't have any guys that can make any plays.
3: Yeah. No. I mean, I, I again, I'm I feel like I'm pretty high up in the Dak Prescott fan club, but I I don't know how you can absolve him of this. Uh, there's plenty of stuff that he's doing wrong, but that's the beautiful thing about what's happening right now is that this bed has been perfectly made by everybody in the organization. The front office didn't think they needed to spend a premium on playmakers at safety at receiver at tight end um what else ha- I mean they they went in this direction this was the the mode and it has not worked out through three games really at all um some of the, plenty of that's on the quarterback plenty of it's on the offensive line a lot plenty of it is definitely on the fact that they don't have a reliable playmaker in the passing game I mean you tell me I think I thought this yesterday like good stuff has generally happened when they've thrown it to Alan Hearns. But when I say good stuff, I mean like a fifteen yard gain. You know, it's not it's not anything that is gonna make sports center.
0: Well, right now, their best playmaker on offense outside of Ezekiel Elliott is Tavon. A lot of oh that, you know, I was it's gonna say Tavon dead air right there. And, and Tavon no, you're right. and quite frankly, Tavon Austin, they're not I don't think they're they're integrating him enough into the offense to say he's the second best second most productive offensive player. I think he needs to be he needs to have a way more opportunities with the ball in his hands than he does.
3: I want to say he his carry against the Giants was for 15 and he had an 18 yard. So he's averaging 15 yards a carry yeah. right now. Yeah, I don't
0: Yeah, they don't they don't, 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 don't use him enough are they for him afraid? to be that effective.
3: Which I'm I, I'm not being facetious when I say this. Are they afraid that they're going to break him? Like are they afraid that he yeah. can't stand up against
2: an NFL defense because that's the only explanation he, I can come up with. He touched the ball 8 times yesterday for 40 yards. I mean, and, and a lot of those is some punt returns and some wide open spaces and all that. So, I mean. How many of those were returns, though? I mean, I, I for, wouldn't count those in the same way. Okay, four if for offenses, 20. Yeah. Average five.
0: If your offense is having problems, that's where you need to be using it okay. more.
2: But but also, I mean, this helps my my limited math skills. Uh-oh. Four for 20. So, that, that's also five. So, yeah. I mean, an offense, he got the ball four times, 20 yards. Now, one of that was a, was a run, you know, or a three-yard pass. What would Dak's rating be like without that bad rule? Like, if, if that little pop pass yeah, yeah. counts as a touchdown pass, you take that away, what does it look like? Then again, both those interceptions aren't 100% on him either.
0: All I'm saying is, when he went downfield, we've seen good things happen. Yeah. When he's taking the ball on the reserve on the reverse, we've seen good things happen. When he had the little uh, the little pass there yesterday for the touchdown, we saw good things happen. He is, he is giving them good production when he has the ball in his hands on offense. And to say he went through a game and only had it four times in an offense that, that wasn't functioning and wasn't consistently being able to move the ball, that to me just seems like a miss. Given,
3: I mean, given the lack of success everywhere else, it
0: certainly would be nice to see him get more of an opportunity. But And I think it actually helps Zeke even more. When teams have to factor in that there's this other guy whipping I've been around saying that since May. Yeah. I mean it, it just to me, yeah, okay, make sure you got a guy out there to stop him just in case he gets the ball. That only helps. Like that there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If they say we're gonna stop Tavon Austin, great. That means that's one less guy that's dedicated to trying to stop Ezekiel Elliott. So I just I don't see the downside of having him way more involved in the offense, but for whatever reason, it's the same thing as the zone read, for whatever reason, and they, may have, they must have some. I, I don't pretend to be smarter than these guys. They do it every day, all day. They must have some reason, but for whatever reason, they're deciding that those two things are things that they just don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. All right, real quick before we end the show. <laughs> Fun times. Let's talk about this defense because, overall, the defense has played really well for the first two weeks. Yesterday, they had a lot more moments when it wasn't what we've seen so far this year. Are you at all concerned, or are you backing off how good you think this defense can be, or do you think it was just a bad day?
2: No, I, I, I don't even know if it was a bad day. Okay. Seriously. Mean, I mean, I think it. I think they played all right, but we're asking them to play phenomenal, and I, this is t- this defense is to me just not built to be a phenomenal defense. It's been to be, to be pretty good. Yeah. You're going to get beat by a Pro Bowl quarterback at times. He beat them with some with some throws. Um, I think they played well enough to win a game. 295 yards of offense, 2.9 yards per carry, uh,
3: 24 points. They were negative, th- which Third they're down. negative three in turnovers, which. Can't have that from the offense. It's also, if there's one valid criticism, they're not getting the ball
2: enough. They have no picks through three weeks. Yeah. yeah. That's, and they talked
0: about that in the, in the yeah. locker room after the game. And
2: third down. That's I not going to cut it. Seven, uh, 44%, you know, seven out of 16. They could have got off the field a little bit better there. But, but um, I can't. And I mean,
3: what? And they had a busted coverage for a 52 yard touchdown, which is uncharacteristic of a Rod Marinelli D. They. They really don't give up chunk touchdowns, and that's how you know that they're having problems is when they do. Um, and I don't think it's a coincidence that Jeff Heath was getting his ankle x-rayed when it happened. Right. And if you
0: saw the play, the corner released the guy. You could tell the corner was playing up. Safety oh, was supposed to cover was, deep, and Kayvon just wasn't there.
3: A classic. It is a classic case, and I'm, I'm not making excuses. I got in a lot of hot water for, quote-unquote, making an excuse for Randy Gregory yesterday, which I was not trying to do. But – what did you say? I said, this is the third youngest roster in the NFL, and Randy Gregory's playing his fourth game in the last two years. Dumb stuff like that happens in those types yeah. of situations, and people just did not oh, want to I'm hear sure. that. They didn't want to hear that. Uh, <laughs> which, but in, in the same vein. It's true,
0: but it's also just like, you got to be smarter than
3: that. In the same vein, well, you got to be better at safety than that. But true. when Xavier Woods and Kayvon Frazier have three combined starts at the position in their careers on the road, these things happen. It's not an excuse for it. I'm trying to explain how that stuff happens. I and mean, you don't have Earl Thomas. You don't even have Kenny Vaccaro. You've got guys who are learning the position still. And, and
2: Kayvon, I, I, I love what he does, but he, he really shouldn't be playing a lot of deep safety. He, he is a third to fourth safety on your team, great special teams guy, can play some nickel coverages and dime packages. But doesn't need to be about their playing and, and doing all that kind of stuff. He doesn't have that kind of range, and every he's he is beat up right now. He he is not hundred percent healthy. He's fighting through it. He's playing, I think, with the shoulder injury that he's just going to wait to the season. Is, I mean, he he's just not healthy. He's not healthy at all. Which
3: I'd, I'm going to remember this game too because anytime the storyline is just that obvious. Don't bank on it. Like, NFL teams, play, the players are too talented and the coaches are
0: too smart. We saw that throughout the NFL this week.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. 100%. True. But, I mean, yeah. oh, the Cowboys are going to have 50 sacks because the Seahawks are... No, the Seahawks are going to spend all week scheming away to give Russell Wilson time to do his job. Two sacks is good. I'm, You know, the pass rush was fine considering his release time was insane, but... Yeah. It's never going to be that obvious in the NFL. These people get paid way too much money to figure out ways to work around it. Um, I thought thought the defense was was fine. You could win a game with your defense playing that way, but the offense just didn't meet them halfway.
0: All right, guys, appreciate you joining us. We're back tomorrow. We're going to do a little bit more in breaking down the bigger picture of some of the stuff we saw yesterday and starting to look forward a little bit as to how the Cowboys recover from this, get themselves ready for this next opponent, who, by the way, the Detroit Lions beat the New England Patriots last night. Speaking of not knowing what's (laughs) going to happen (laughs) to the NFL. That game just got a lot more interesting than we thought it was last week. We'll talk about that tomorrow. This is for uh, for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, Amber Garcia. I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com. Radio.